Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. A story that some of you have heard before of the Limburger cheese, not the best smelling cheese in the world. It seems that a couple of mischievous grandkids wanted to play a joke on him. So while he napped, they rubbed some Limburger cheese on his moustache. When Grandpa awoke, he sniffed a little bit and said, it stinks in ya. He arose from his favorite chair into the living room and walked into the kitchen. As he sniffed around, he declared, it stinks in here too. Leaving the kitchen, he walked into the hallway that led to his front door. Sure enough, as he sniffed, he muttered, it stinks in here. Flinging open the front door, he took a breath of what expected to be fresh air. But once again, the Limburger cheese filled his nostrils and Grandpa shouted in disgust, the whole world stinks. Everything stinks. The question, does the whole world stink? Is everything you are facing negative? Or do we still smell the roses and we see things as they are and for what it is? Because giants, they will always be. And uh, listen, I'm an optimist. I uh, was interested by the fact that uh, South Africa was rated the 49th worst country to live in out of 53 countries. Not a great report for the ANC government. But that be as it may, we see the milk and the honey, and we see the possibilities, and we see the opportunities in the midst of all the challenges we face. Can you say amen this morning in Jesus' name? So I want to talk to you this morning and start a new series on attitude. And I want to talk about living with an I can attitude. No matter what you're facing, going through, your vision, your dream, the challenges you may face, three things you need in life to overcome adversity or to accomplish the goals that God has for you. Attitude anointing and action. There's a lot of anointed people that get nowhere in life. There's a lot of great people, uh, people with great attitude that implode along the way. There's a lot of people with anointing that sit and wait for God to show up. Hey, God showed up 2,000 years ago and God moved 2,000 years ago and God defeated the devil 2,000 years ago. It's time for you to check your negative attitude and to put on the mind of Christ and live the life that God has for you. Philippians chapter 4 verse 12, the Bible says, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere and in all things I have learned. Life teaches us to cultivate a right attitude or a wrong attitude. It's not what happens to us that really is important. It is what happens in us while what is happening to us is happening, if it makes sense at all. So we cannot control adversity. We can't control circumstances. You can't control a bird from flying over your head, but you can control that bird from making a nest in your head. And some of us have nests. The Bible calls it strongholds. We have to deal with that, get rid of it. 
negative thinking, victim thinking, racial prejudice. I mean, Africa must have some of the most anointed preachers and yet poverty is all over Africa. I was preaching in Congo and everybody was talking about miracles and they were miracles. And then uh, I thought I better get into the miracle flow and God said they don't need another miracle. They need to change the attitude because until you don't change your attitude and get rid of the poverty mindset and get rid of that, it's always God who has to bail you out. Nothing is going to change. So we have to talk about cultivating the right attitude. When storms come, when life throws you a curveball, we can all fall down and we can all put on a juniper tree attitude, which is a quitting attitude like Elijah who sat under the juniper tree. When things happened that he never expected, he said, it is enough, God, I'm going to quit. Now listen, my brother and my sister, there's one thing you cannot do. You may fall down, but you cannot stay down. You have to get up. You have to rise up. You have to embrace the mind of Christ. You have to keep on going on. Because I'll tell you, life sometimes, We'll throw a curveball. You may get knocked down, but thank God you're not knocked out. You are still here today. Christ is still alive. The greater one still lives on the inside of you. You still have a future and a hope. And no matter how bad your darkness, the light of Christ in you is. Go, oh, come on, say amen. And give him a praise on this warm winter's morning in Pretoria. So not everybody feels up all the time, but you have to choose to be up and about. The longer you stay down, the longer you will, the less likely it is that you will get up again. So Paul says, I've learned both to be full and hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can attitude through Christ, the anointing, dependence on the anointing, not just through the anointing. There's a lot of anointed people with negative attitudes and they do not get their breakthrough. The Passion Translation, I know what it means to lack. And I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. Some of you can say amen to that, okay? There was a time you had a lot, then there was a time you had less, but it doesn't matter because your attitude hasn't changed. You know God is still good. You know the future is still bright. You are wearing your sunglasses. You're not overwhelmed by circumstances because you are the overcomer, because God dwells on the inside of you. I love this, he says, for I have learned, listen now, the secret of overcoming all things. I, I said last week, that yes, God does miracles. Sometimes it's an instant miracle. Other times it's the miracle of grace that enables you to walk through your valley, to face your giant and to defeat your giant. May take a time. But God destined you to overcome. And I love this. He says, I know the secret of overcoming all things. God's way, God's timing for God's glory, say amen, whether in fullness or hunger. And I find, listen, that the strength of Christ's explosive power, the anointing, infuses me to conquer every difficulty, attitude and action. So no matter what I face or I'm going through, no matter the highs and the lows, the valleys, the storms I face, because Jesus said in John 16, these things I've spoken that in me, you may have peace in this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, attitude. 
I have overcome the world. So if God meant it for me, I can. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can overcome that obstacle. I can overcome that storm. I can outlast that attack. I can fulfill my destiny because I am still alive. Come on, I'm not done. I'm not dead. I'm still alive. And the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of me. So I want to talk to you about an I can attitude. Actually, I can and I will. I can and I will. Nothing happens. Nothing just happens. Adversity comes to all of us. But it's how we face adversity. And by the way, if you have mountains to move and, 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 and mountains to scale, if you have big dreams and big visions, you also better have a great attitude because opposition will come. Every day of your life, you have a choice to make. Every day, you choose your attitude. Every time you hear a negative report, you have a decision to make. You, my friend, living in that body, looking at me through those eyes, you alone are the master of your thoughts, nobody else. And the Bible is very clear, as a man thinketh, so is he. We lose our battles between our ears. We gain our victories between our ears. I can through Christ. Yes, I'm anointed. But now we need to deal with the I can part, the attitude part. You need to check your neutrality. You need to let go of your negativity. We've heard this. The pessimist sees the glass as half empty. The optimist sees it as half full. So how do we see the land? How do we see? What do we see? Because what we see determines how the power of God can operate in us and through us. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works within us. Hear me very clearly this morning. You know, sometimes people talk as if God is in charge of everything. Yes, God won the battle. And if it's up to God to promote you, to deliver you, etc., etc. There's a God part, but there's a man part. There are the things that you have to do, God's not going to do. As a matter of fact, God didn't dress you this morning. He didn't brush your teeth this morning. He didn't tell you to say hello to your wife this morning. You had to do those things. Same thing with your thoughts. If you do not order your thoughts, your thoughts will order you. If you don't conquer adversity, adversity will conquer you. So we have to be wide awake. We can't be sleepy Joes. We cannot be asleep at this time. We, uh, uh, Joe, you need I Joe, not Annie Carblake. Prat van I Joe, Prat van I Joe, not Mirikani. You have to be wide awake. You have to be alert. You have to accumulate a great attitude. You have to make up your mind. I can and I will do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Shout Amen. You overcome adversity. You overcome poverty, you overcome rejection, you overcome negative circumstances, you overcome whether you up, whether you down, your circumstances do not determine your attitude. Therefore the Bible says rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice. You determine the level of your rejoicing, you determine the level of your praise, no matter what you are facing. You need to make up your mind, I will bless the Lord at all times, I will praise the Lord, I will be glad, I will be uh, happy, come on. Oh, give him a bit of a praise. Make up your mind to change your attitude from passivity to activity. Come on there in television land as well. As well. So ek het dankie heren vir my ma. Een ding wat my ma my geleer het, twee dinge, maar een ding wat belangrijk is, sy het vir my geleer, kan nie, is dood. Now translate to the person next to you. Because she never told me that in English, she said it in Afrikaans. Kan nie, is dood. 
Kan nie, is dood. Kan nie, is dood. Mors dood. Nou praat jy mense en sê vir jou, ek weet nie of ek kan nie. Ja, ek weet ook nie. Whether you believe or you believe you can't, you are right on both. Whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, whether you believe you have a future in South Africa or not, you are right. Because belief is the ignition switch that gets you off the launching pad into the destiny that God has for you. I don't care what's happening out there. 49 out of 53, worst country. We are going to change it. Amen. This is a day of great opportunity. We are going to slay the, li- the lion and the bear and Goliath and the giants and the Philistines in Jesus' name. This is our hour not to fly away to New Zealand or Australia, mate, but to stay and to make a difference where you are through the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you, but you have to will. You can't put your tail between your legs and run away because wherever you go, there's going to wait. There's going to be another giant. Different giants in Australia, in New Zealand, in Cape Town. It's not always as it seems. The grass is not greener on the other side. It's amazing how a cow can stand in the best pasture and stick his stupid neck and long his long neck and head through the fence and he eats where there's no grazing. Don't be like that. Maybe the milk and honey is right under your, your nose, but you're not seeing it because you've begun to be a grasshopper in your mind. And we know that grasshoppers eat no grapes. You're waiting for a man to deliver you with a red beret or a blue beret or a green beret. Fighting soldiers. Well, 2,000 years ago, Jesus already liberated you. 2,000 years ago, Jesus already obtained the ultimate victory. 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ already has blessed you. Ephesians 1 verse 3, He has blessed you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You have been blessed, but now you have to think blessed, act blessed, walk blessed, and show up in spite of adversity. Amen. I mean, some people just have an uncanny positive attitude, and we all like those people. Unless you are the opposite, a very negative individual. Remember, your negativities are developed in, in, in the dark recesses of your mind, your thoughts. You don't develop uh, a positive in a dark place. So some of you have been in dark places for too long. I'm talking about your thoughts. And we're going to talk about reconstructing your thinking patterns because you can shandai, hundai, tie my bow tie till Jesus comes back. Nothing is going to change until, until you change your mind, until you get control of your thoughts because a new thought will set you on a new course. While you think you're a victim, you are right because you're acting like one. While you think you cannot, you are right because you act like you cannot and everybody smells it on you, sees it on you and nobody wants to employ you because of your attitude. Your attitude is seen by everybody else. I'm trying to help you. So my ma say for my asakan, can he as do it? My ma say for my asakan, niemand is beter as jy nie. My maat my geleer as ek kan staan vir niemand terug nie. Then I read the Bible and I said, I said, God said to Joshua, you stand back for no one. 
every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, I've given unto you. I read the Bible that said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I read the Bible where Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. Shout amen in Jesus' name. So your attitude, my brother, will determine your altitude. I don't care whether you're a lawyer, a doctor, a professor, how many degrees you have. There are people with great degrees with negative attitudes. Your, your, your level of education does not determine your attitude. There are people with no education that has great attitudes. That believe I can, I will. I might be a waiter right now, but they have the greatest attitude in that restaurant. They're the smiling one. They're the cheerful one. They're the energetic one. They are the one that draws attention. They get the bigger tips because of the attitude. Oh, come on. You know what I'm talking about. Everybody likes a great attitude. You walk into a bank and you meet a great attitude. How many people do we meet with great attitudes? Somebody in business, great attitude. You want to do business with that person. A cynical person? Oh, no. They want to do business with that person, right? So check your company because birds of a feather flock together. If you're with a bunch of gossipers, that makes you a gossiper. If you always talk with uh, negative people, check your attitude because your company shows who you are. So one of the greatest limiters or one of the greatest releases in life is simply called attitude. Your future will largely be determined by your attitude. I didn't say what happens to you. I said how you go through the adversity, your attitude will determine whether you will go through it or not. That's why I always talk about people that are my heroes, uh, not the kind of people you think, not the superstar that gets up and says, I've never had a day of trouble, but my heroes are those who have so much trouble that everything says they should have given up and yet they don't. They still have a smile on their face. They still have a purpose. They still show up every single day like Andre Fenter that uh, played 66 days for South Africa, woke up one day with a virus and then uh, phoned me and said, Pastor, I don't know what's wrong. I, 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 I'm losing a uh, feeling in my one leg. I said, Andre, this nuts. And then two weeks later, he lost the use of both of his legs, etc. And he landed in a wheelchair. He was known as the Ironman of South African rugby, one of the fittest people ever to uh, grace the green Springbok jersey. And everything that he had was taken away from him in a moment. And uh, he made up his mind after wrestling with God. I said to him, Andre, we're going to have to use this for the glory of God. And he cried out to God. He said, God, why me? And you get, know what God said to him? He said, why not you? God said, I'll give you the strength. I'll give you the grace. And this will be for my glory. And that man every day reaches people, ministers to people. Because it's not what happened to him that defined him. It's his choice that he made. Today, I mean, his little girl, 16 years old, is playing for South African hockey. His boy is playing for the Stormers. He could have sat in that wheelchair and acted like a victim, but he didn't. He told those kids, you can chase your dreams. You can chase your promises. No matter what life throws at you, you can rise above it. He did, and many others. Those are the people I respect and celebrate. That's why people who preach and say, if you have faith, you'll never have a day of trouble. That's the biggest load of baloney in the world. You'll have trouble, my brother. You live long enough, there'll be adversity. You live long enough, hell will come visit your life, etc. That's not negative, that's reality. 
Your faith in God does not guarantee a life of a bed of roses, okay? Your faith in God guarantees you the ability to confront adversity and overcome adversity. That's what your faith does. But when you lie down, you will become, almost I said a loser, but it is a loser. I don't want to insult you. Because there are so many people sitting around passively thinking there's nothing they can do about these circumstances because of our government and because of decisions that are made, etc. No, no, no. The greater the darkness, the greater the light. Amen. The greater the challenges, the greater the opportunities. Come on. We just need to see the opportunities because the whole world, everybody else is negative. You can't be a negative individual. Come on there in television land. You cannot be one of those naysayers. You cannot be one of those that talk about the giants, the Amalekites, Hittites, Jebusites, Eskimites. You're going to have to talk about the greatness of God, the goodness of God and see opportunity. See the milk and the honey. See the greatness of God. Come on South Africa, say Amen. We have to change our attitude about South Africa and about the future of South Africa. Say Amen, man, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yes, there will be oceans to cross, obstacles to overcome, mountains to move, storms to calm. But if you choose the right attitude, it's amazing how things will seem different and how the level of your energy will be different and how your thoughts will be different. But you have to make a decision to get rid of the negative attitude and to cultivate a positive attitude, mainly two ways, the Word of God and through hanging out with positive people. I want to say uncanny positive people because there's not a lot of positive people around. You sit with a person, negativity comes out of their mouth. You can't have your banker negative looking after your finances. You cannot have your accountant running the finances in your business and he's a negative individual. He'll shut up your finances. Surround yourself with positive people, possibility thinking people, problem solving people, mountain moving people, come on. Creative people, surround yourself with people that has an I can attitude in Jesus' name. Not a person said if I was white, I could. If I was black, I could, no. Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. It's no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. In Christ, you have unlimited potential. In Christ, you have ability. Your color should not neutralize you. Your thoughts will, but not your skin color. This morning, we're sitting in this church with people of a darker skin color that are worth billions. We have White people that are worth billions. Yeah. Without being corrupt. You know, in the, in the old South Africa, when a, when a white person made money quickly, people said they smoke a second with diamante. Right? This was the Afrikaners was. There's the crab in the bucket mentality. The guy rises, there's 10 crabs to pull him down. When he almost any son sees Skyn or anyone else's cop, as it may be moeilijk gaan, gaan ek seker maak, met my moeilijk gaan maak, gaan ek seker maak, gaan moeilijk met jou. Dis mos nie 'n mooi kultuur daai nie. 'n godelike kultuur is ons wil sien. Ons broers en ons susters gaan vooruit. En ons kritiseer nie die wat vooruit gaan nie. Ons leer van hulle. Kom aan sê amen in Jesus naam. So now today when, sorry for the term, a black brother makes money, people think he must be in bed with the government and he's corrupt. Not so. Say amen somebody. 
Okay. 1 John 5 verse 4, the Bible says, Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatever hails from God overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world even our faith. So your attitude is the little thing that makes a big difference. Your attitude is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Optimism is a choice. Kindness is a choice. Generosity is a choice. Respect is a choice. Overcoming is a choice. So whatever choice you make, choose wisely and choose according to God's Word because God's Word is filled with life. If it's in the Bible, God means for you to have it. William James says, the greatest discovery of my generation is that human beings can alter their lives by altering the attitude of their minds. Charles Swindle wrote, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude. Listen this morning on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It is more important than the past, than education. And you should have an education, a good education. Not a lowered standard education. Amen. It's more important than money. You don't need money to start a business. You need vision, attitude, strategy, action. Excellence, skill. We never started any church with money. When we started CRC, Narita and I went for six people. There was no money, no support. Wasn't a pile of money waiting somewhere. But we had a vision and we made up our mind, we can. And we did by the grace of God and for the glory of God. Hallelujah. Says your attitude is more important than education, money, than circumstances, than failures. Because everybody fails. Anybody that's ever succeeded has failed. We fear failure. It's part of life. But learn to fail forward. Get up, dust yourself off, learn from your failure and move on with more determination in Jesus' Name. Don't make the same mistakes 10 times. That's not very clever. It's more important than success than what other people think or say about you. Get over people's opinions because everybody has an opinion about you as you also have an opinion about other people. means nothing. People are fickle. Today they say this, tomorrow they say something else. It's irrelevant what people say about you. Your mama may say you the least. Your daddy may say you amount to nothing. God says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. God says you have a future and a hope. You better make up your mind what you believe. I don't care what side of the railway you were born on. I don't care how your education. I don't care what happened to you. I do care what happened to you. But by Christ and by the grace of God and through the anointing and the power of God, you overcome. Come on, it's time to march on. Time to get out of that cynical, negative, victim-minded group and make up your mind, I can do all things. Notice Paul doesn't say we can, he says I can. Because whenever I've done anything, there's been people on the team that believed we could not do it. And that just made me more determined when people said it cannot be done and God said it can be done, I become more determined, more focused. Because whatever God calls you to do will be for God's glory. Don't just say that as a cliche. That means, brother, you have to knuckle down, straighten your back, cultivate the right attitude. Stop griping, murmuring, complaining, blaming everybody else. 
and get what you need to get ahead in life. I can do all things through like God. Christ who strengthens me. I've been up, I've been down. It doesn't matter. I've learned to be hungry. I've learned to be full. It doesn't matter. I've learned in a squatter camp. I've learned in a flat. It doesn't matter. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Shout amen in Jesus' name. Come on. It's more important than your appearance. A lot of people strut around with great titles and they amount to nothing. Giftedness, skill. Your little card CEO of a company that doesn't exist will not get you ahead in life. It's like everybody wants a title. Like people in the ministry, I'm a bishop, a pastor. A pastor guy's 23 years old. So people get out of university, they, they print a card that says CEO of what? Of nothing. Amen. It's more important than giftedness, skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we have or we will embrace for that day. Although we cannot change the past and we definitely cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way and have opinions about us, we cannot change the inevitable circumstances that happen, but God knew that those circumstances would come your way and God prepared you for this hour. The question is, are you prepared to face those circumstances? Are you prepared to walk reliant upon the grace of God, unstoppable with determination? Come hell or high water, I will walk through this because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So the only thing we can do is to play the one string we have, and that is our attitude, our mental fortitude. I'm convinced that life is 10% of what happens to me and 90% of how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. We really have a choice about our attitude. Your attitude is defined as the mental state relative to what you believe, the mental state. In the Bible, we refer to the paradigms that control your thinking patterns. Sometimes you find people and you try to encourage them and they walk away discouraged because of the way they've been programmed. And we have to talk about the reprogramming of our minds, right? Because I'll say this again, praying in tongues is not gonna reprogram your mind. You have to reprogram your mind through putting God's thoughts in your mind and through hanging out with people that have a positive attitude. If you want to do yourself a favor, rid yourself of negative company. You know, there are some people, I call them dream stealers, but let, let me go down a, a, a level lower, that are energy stealers, heavy. Just the way they answer the telephone is, hello. It's like, okay, I'm sorry I phoned you, bye. Wrong number, bye. Huh? Who can't admit you? You weet, onder die omstandighere, ja, swaar. Ek is jammer ek het jou gebeld, hoor. Ga jy nie weer bel nie. Ga jy nie weer bel nie. And I understand life is tough for all of us. Let it sink in. Life is tough. It's not a negative statement, it's real. But we were designed for tough times. 
Tough times don't last, tough people do. We all face tough times. Everybody, not just you. We all do. But we choose not to carry what we face on our faces. Jy kom nie uit verkeerde vlei nie, jy kom uit moed verloore sy vlaktes. And you carry it. That's why we have opportunity every Sunday to tune in and to change our attitude. And the best way to do it is to praise God and to worship God and to say, I was glad when they said, let us go to the house of the Lord. Come on, you have a great future. Make up your mind to believe I can and I will do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God bless you, amen. Give them a big uh, hand clap, come on. Come on, 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 come on. You say, what am I busy with? I'm busy with lifting you. I'm busy with lifting you. Some of you don't want to be lifted. That's okay. I am going to lift you in any case by the power of the Holy Ghost and by talking to you about your attitude. Attitude, attitude will determine your altitude and your latitude, your attitude. And some of you don't like this because your attitude has been... Stinking. Stinketh. Smelly for too long and we have to change it quickly in order to change your life and my life and your husband's life and your children's life and your business and your future and your friend your attitude your attitude your attitude your attitude matters your attitude will reflect throughout your life. (laughs) That's why we come to church and we praise God when we don't feel like it because we take charge of our emotions, we take charge of our attitudes, we take charge of our world. We make up our mind to rejoice. We make up our mind to say, let the weak say, I am strong. When we are as low as we can go, we say, I will be the head and not the tail above and not beneath. When you feel like you cannot, you say, I am well able. We're going to talk about it tonight or next week. We are well able. I am well able. I am well able. Ten spies said, we be not able. Two spies said, we be well able. Come on. Come on, your attitude will, 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 will influence your children, will determine the atmosphere in your company, will determine the atmosphere in your home, right? Are you listening, please, in Jesus' name? Amen. You may sit down. Thank you. Um, in our homes, one person can change the atmosphere of that entire home. My liefie is iets fout. Nee. My liefie is iets fout. Nee. Asseblief. Word groot. Jy is 50 jaar oud en jy tree op soos een driejarige meisiekie. Asseblief toch. My skat, jy het ek iets verkeerd gedoen. Nee. Is jy gelukkig? Ja. Hmm. So 3-jarig is, en jylle is getrouwd vir 20 jaar, 
please, please. That's why the Bible talks about forgiveness. The Bible says, let not the sun go down on your wrath because if you have offense with somebody else, that, that filth, that disease of offense will affect your attitude, will affect your home, will affect your life. That's why Jesus said, when you stand praying, you forgive. Because otherwise you start carrying an attitude of bitterness, resentment, spitefulness, hatred, and it's going to poison every aspect of your life. Forgiving one another as Christ has forgiven you. Loving one another as Christ has loved us. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. Don't become what happens to you. Joseph, an amazing example in the Bible. He never reacted to his brother's attempted murder, betrayal, character defamation, abuse, neglect, slavery, abandonment, forgotten. When he came into the palace, he said, I'm in the place of God. This whole journey I never planned. But I went through this journey with a godly attitude. Because you read, wherever Joseph was, God was with him. And the Bible is clear. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. So my attitude towards God, my attitudes, attitude towards my fellow man, I'm not even now talking about a positive attitude, but the attitude where the Bible says, you guard your heart more than anything else, for out of it flow the issues, the, the extent of your life, the horizons of your life, the boundaries of your life flow out of your heart and your heart is the seat of your emotion, right? Where you feel your sentiment, where you get hurt. This heart has a mind. That's why when you get hurt, you don't get hurt, yeah? You get hurt, yeah. That's why the Bible says, forgiving one another from the heart. Because if you do not forgive from the heart, the heart will become hardened and the attitude will become defiled. And the next minute, you're not the person that you're supposed to be. And everybody says, what happened to her? What happened to him? The brother's offended. The sister's offended. Something happened. Tragedy, people get offended. Offended at life, offended at God, offended with other people. You cannot afford it. Jesus said, it is impossible that offenses will come. Tragedy comes. I've been a pastor for 37 years and I've, I cry with people, weep with people, pray with people. This week I was going to Chanel um, uh, to pray for the baby. And there was another family there um, that recognized me and said, please, can you come and pray for us? And I um, went and released the father who just had a heart attack, then a double stroke. And um, I saw all the family and in that bedroom, the hurt, the anger, the relationships that were not 100% with one another, etc. And I said to them, um, I said, listen, because I prayed for him, led him to the Lord and released him and he was gone in a few hours. And uh, I said to them, life is too short to harbor issues. Sunday night, the man has a heart attack. Wednesday is gone. Gone. It's not worth it. Families divided. Families getting to that bed and they divide it. This one is mad with this one. This one is angry with that one. These people. And we see this as pastors when we have funerals. Now it's... Parents don't talk to children. Children don't talk to one another. This brother's mad with that brother because he got a bigger portion of the farm, etc., 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 etc. The things we make major issues which are not the major issues and which um, doesn't determine your future. 
you guard your heart, you protect your heart, and you walk in love towards all people, and you'll be quick to forgive. The Bible says forgiving. As a matter of fact, we should not even have an issue to forgive. We should walk in forgiveness, which is before you sinned against me, I've forgiven you. And if you struggle with that, go to your brother and resolve it. God says so, not me, leave your gift. But you can't just write the other businessman off, write the other brother in Christ off and think you're going to be okay. You're not going to be okay. We're not even talking about a mental attitude. We're talking about a spiritual attitude. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Get your heart sorted out. Listen nicely. Listen. Listen. Stop having conversations about other people. That is none of your business. Do yourself a favor. Because the more you talk about other people, the more you defile your own spirit and the more you poison your soul and the more you poison your spirit. Do not have conversations about other people. Leave it. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Because that poison is going to poison you. No innocence. You guard your heart. You pray for one another. You bless one another. And you get on with your life. Amen. And, and really, let me be very frank with you. If you have a life that is big and a life where you pursue God wholeheartedly and a life where God has given you a vision, you actually do not have time, energy to even think about anybody else. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a praise. Come on, your days are great. Ach, kom nou man, loof hom, praise hom. Come on. I don't care if you're here the first time, you've never clapped your hands in a church, make up your mind. Come on, it's a good thing. Do something for the first time. Make a joyful shout unto God. Come on, brother. Jibel en jeig, want jy kan. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Ek is tot alle dinge in staat. Dear Christus, wat my die kracht gee. Ek is tot alle dinge in staat. Ek is meer as een oorwinnaar. Dear Christus, wat my die kracht gee. Ek is tot alle dinge in staat. Ek is gesalf, maar ek neem een besluit vandag dat ek kan. I can. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Jesus stood up from the grave 2,000 years ago. He's not standing up again. If you lie down, He can't help you. He can weep with you, but you have to get up. Are you listening? He already stood up. And because He stood up, you can. Facing His example. Come on. We're going to rewrite the programs in our minds. We're going to be the most positive people in the world. And we are going to change South Africa. And we are going to be the most blessed people in our cities and in our nation. Because God is for us. Say amen. Come on, your best days are ahead of you. 85. Come on, Caleb. Come on, make a shout. Praise Him. Hallelujah. Come on, family. With every head bowed and every eye closed. And believers praying in this place. Come on, pastor spoke about the importance of an attitude. But that attitude comes out of a place of knowing Christ. That many of you are facing storms, but you're currently facing it alone. Because for whatever reasons, you are not where you're supposed to be. Maybe you've never had a relationship with Christ. Maybe you used to know Him. But whatever things have happened, you've drifted away. Or maybe you're not even sure if you're still walking in that relationship. But we want to encourage you this morning, it is impossible to walk in reconciliation 
if you have not been reconciled to Him first. Because out of Him, He is your source to walk in forgiveness, to walk through the storms. He is still our source. So where every head is bowed and every eye closed, believers praying. Maybe you're standing in this place and you can be honest. This morning you would say that I have no living relationship. We're not asking you this morning if you have a church membership somewhere or did you do some Sunday school? But we are asking you, are you walking in a living relationship? We heard now from a Sunday to a Wednesday, that is the only time that man had. We have no promise of tomorrow. So maybe you are standing here, you're not sure. Maybe you used to serve Him, but you've hard have drifted away from God. Now is your opportunity to come back. Or you're not sure heaven is your home. In a moment, I'm going to ask you just to slip up your hand and say, please pray with me in Jesus' name. See, if that is you, quietly, wherever you are, just slip it up now in Jesus' name. Come on, hands are being lifted all over. Thank you so much. On the flock, thank you on the balcony. Thank you in the blocks here in the bottom. Thank you in the middle block. Come on, if you have, if you have not lifted it, lift it now. In the name of Jesus. Come on, you come back. Come on, for you to maybe restore that relationship that is gone. It's by restoring your relationship with God first. Because He will give you the wisdom, the ability to reconcile. Maybe to that spouse. Maybe to that family member that you've been trusting for. Not knowing how. Your answer is still in Jesus. If you put up your hand, you can put it down fast. If you have not lifted it, lift it now. In Jesus' name. Can I just ask every one of you that are standing in the front just to look towards me for a moment. God loves you more than you can ever imagine. And we as a family, and that's why we're so excited. Everyone clapping hands. That's why we are here, because this matters to us. And I think you heard that exactly from our pastor. His heart is exactly that for you. And it is our heart to lead you and to guide you if you allow us. That is the most important thing. We're going to lead you in a prayer. And then we're going to take you into a room that we would love to pray for you. Many of you are facing things and you've been facing it alone. But the amazing thing is you're going to become part of a family. And if you allow us, we will walk with you. We will help you. And we will be part of your life to guide you as we were guided as well. All of us are a testimony of someone that took us by the hand and walked with us. So we're going to lead you in a prayer in a moment. And it's going to change your whole life. So can I just ask everyone in the front just to close your eyes. If you can put your hand on your heart. I'm going to lead you in a prayer and you're going to ask God to come into your heart. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today. And I thank you that you died on the cross for all my sins. Lord, I believe that you rose again and that you live forevermore. I thank you, Father, that this is a brand new start. The old has passed and the new has come. I thank you, Father, that I am forgiven, that I am your child. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.